You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Well, happy Monday to you this Monday, the 23rd of August for 2021. It's five minutes past seven. Start of a new day, the start of a new week. Morning to you. Morning to you. How are things? Oh, I got a little pep in the old step today. I noticed that, actually. Like, I mean, you nearly ripped your finger off on the way in. Yeah, that wasn't ideal. Yeah, he got his finger stuck in a key, guys. That's the intelligence that we're working with this morning. But it wasn't a finger. It was a thumb. Oh, I do apologise. You're one of those. You have to be specific. No, I don't have to be Let specific. Let the thumb be a finger if it wants to. Oh, okay. Anyway. The weekend wrap on the way. Here is our brekkie banger at five minutes past seven. Bit of JT can't stop the feeling. Well, whatever kind of feeling you're having, I don't know. <laughs> Modern. I got this feeling. Nine minutes past seven for your Monday morning. It's Carl and Catherine here on 88.3 Southern FM. We're into our weekend wrap, wrapping up the events of the last 48 hours news-wise. As far as COVID numbers goes, not so bad in Victoria, not sort of as bad as what we were expecting. No, still something that we really need to take seriously, oh, though. But 100%. Yes, it's yeah. very much a developing story. We had around about 120 new cases. The most concerning news to take out of the weekend was the fact there was a hike in regional cases, yes. which has led to lockdown being reimposed, but they don't have the curfew in the regional areas. So, yeah, we're thinking of our mates in regional Victoria that uh, have been affected by that. It's obviously not great news, but we're, uh, we're all in this together in Victoria. And just on the Victorian front as well, should note, there are some real concerns about our local area, Brighton to Black Rock, mm-hmm. the immediate area surrounding us. There's a lot of testing centres. If you do have any symptoms whatsoever, you can go to one of these three, which are off the top of my head, ones that I know about. Sandringham Hospital have a testing centre. There's one at the Brighton Golf Course. And there's also one in St Kilda now, not too far away from Luna Park, which is just next to the Palais sort of theatre there. So if you need to get tested, please do. And... Those are some areas in the local area to do so. So, yeah, make sure you're on top of it. And if you can get vaccinated, you're encouraged to get vaccinated where you can. Absolutely. Hey, there is even more mounting pressure, Bianco, on our poor healthcare workers who are just doing an absolutely incredible job at the moment with hundreds of staff members being told to self-isolate after a man authorities believed to be from Shepparton travelled into the city to undergo surgery. Mm and um, later tested positive for COVID. Now, obviously, this is concerning news. There's already been a couple of positive cases coming out of this hospital. And once again, it just makes you realise how amazing our healthcare workers are, what an amazing job they're doing. They're doing it tough enough as it is, and this is just another level. So hopefully that is a relatively contained outbreak, but we're not sure at this stage. Yeah, 100% thoughts to our health workers and frontline workers are doing a great job, as always, with all the stuff that they have to deal with thoughts to them and their families it's uh, a tough time for those people and yeah we thank them in particular as well the police across the weekend oh because goodness. i don't know if you saw it over a thousand people one... four thousand people was it okay mm-hmm. i'll take that back a long a, a lot of people in the city protesting which is just ridiculous i wouldn't you know. even say it was protesting to be honest with you there was Whatever nothing you peaceful it. about it and causing a ruckus in the city yeah, it's just, no, it's not something we'd like to see or something we want to see happen again. No, no, $1.4 million worth of fines issued to people there as well. Just do the right thing and stay at home. Five key reasons to leave your house. I know, we know more than anybody how annoying it is, but we've got to do the right thing. We've got to eliminate this virus as best we can or, you know, just learn to live with it, as they're saying. It's about the news as well. Just quickly on the sporting front, of course, our own Ash Barty winning the Cincinnati Open. She's a legend. She's done us proud. And Ange Postacoglu as well, well-known in the football, aka soccer traps, doing very well with Celtic overseas. That's a weekend wrap for you Monday. This is Baker Boy. An invitation you receive with a lot of expletives on it. Ooh. Well, and this is another thing Ooh. I want to talk about a little bit later on anyway. Are we getting a little bit lenient with expletives oh, these days? We so are. Like, there are some words that you just wouldn't use. No, no, no. Might have accidentally... Got my words a bit twisted on Friday and sound like I said a few of those. It's I'm my sorry. new ringtone. I do apologise if you were joining us on Friday between four and six and you heard something that might have sounded like a C-bomb. Yep. Was it intentional? Want, if you want to slide into our DMs, um, producer Jack can give you the time code on the podcast. Uh, but it's, no. No, no, we're not here for that. We're not here to out people. Let's not forget your little 
incident a few years ago. Okay, that was like four years ago, we, and and I actually didn't mean to. You no, are the I didn't one. mean no, no, I didn't mean to either. You sprinkle a bit of magic sometimes. There was you. one time where I intently said a word that slipped and the made mic itself was on on air in a background of uh, Tones and I song. I can't play that song anymore. But that's okay. We move on. Anyway, a couple have sent out a wedding invite full of shizens. Why? I don't know why. I don't know why. Can we get some context? Can you, like, do the censored version of what it said? Okay. They're being slammed because they've sent out wedding invites, and it specifically says for you to leave your shizens at home. Oh, it gets even worse. Leave your little shizens. Okay? Instructing you to leave your little shizens. See, I always think it's a bit of a slap in the face if you get invited somewhere and they say don't bring your kids anyway. But calling them that. Then it's shizens you need to know, as in stuff you need to know for the day. Eat what you're giving, you fat shizen. (laughs) Oh, sorry. It actually got worse. You fat fire trucks. While the dress code tells guests, wear whatever the fire truck you want, but go, but fire truck naked. Well, okay. Right. Okay, that's excessive. That's very, very, very expletive. See, the thing with swear words I have found in my years of living is that sometimes, as you see a lot with stand-up comedians when they do their specials, if you drop it every once in a while does amplify the point you're saying and make it funnier, okay? But when it's just like, instead of sprinkling, you're just dumping hundreds and thousands all over it. Too much. Way too much. I just think we've been, we've become more casual with our language. Oh, yeah. Although in saying that, I constantly read studies that say that if you swear, you're more intelligent. Is that right? Gosh, team. I don't know. We must be geniuses. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, on the invitation front... Mate of mine received a invitation to an engagement party mm-hmm. not so long ago, and he actually didn't receive it. What? He didn't receive it. He got a little thing in the mail saying there was a letter for him at his local post office. Oh. So he went down to his local post office, gave the little thing that said, I'm due a letter. <laughs> Turns out... The person who was sending the engagement invitation didn't put a stamp on it. Ah. So, a little bit of advice. If you're going to send out a letter of any sorts, make sure you do have a stamp. Yeah. They're a little bit more costly these days to put on to your letter, but they're a necessary item. Mm. Anyway, 0404 736 What's the... Well, I'll say, the, say it this way. What's the most... Expletive, inclusive <laughs> invitation <laughs> you've ever received. Nice and easy. It just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, what's the most language you've ever seen in an invitation? <laughs> to make it Colourful language. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, colourful. Or even just language might have had, you know, anti-disestablishmentarianism in it. Once in a while, I'll be scrolling the socials and an article will pop up that just really engages my interest straight away. Mm-hmm. And this that I'm going to present to you right now is one of them. Please present it to my. Sexually frustrated oh. sea snakes. Oh, okay. Are mistaking scuba divers for potential mates. Oh, no. Now, researchers have analysed 158 interactions with Did they analyse old- or did they analyse? Oh. I think I was just sick a little bit. 158 interactions with olive sea snakes in the Great Barrier Reef. So it's right amongst us, this problem. Yep. And found that they were more common during mating season to chase after scuba divers and try to make them theirs. Now, if you ever wondered what a, um, if you were just having a swim in the Great Barrier Reef or, you know, just out in the ocean and you see a sea snake approach you yeah. and you're wondering, are they interested in me or not? Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I've got you covered. I'll tell you exactly what they do. Okay. So, apparently, a diver noticed some strange behavior when he came into contact with male sea snakes where they would coil around his fins 
lick the water around him and even chase him underwater. Right. He now knows it was mating season and the male was trying to find a potential mate. Oh. Now, I'm hearing a lot of um, bad feedback about The Bachelor this year and I'm just saying, I'm Whoa, putting it out there to on. Channel 10. If they want to go in a different direction, I reckon the sea snakes could be it because this sounds fascinating. Well, I mean, you go in that direction. I was watching another program last night, speaking of like scuba diving and stuff. A very sad story, really. There's a young woman. She was 21 years of age. She has a magnificent voice. However, she was very inspired by the fact a few years ago, she was left on a scuba diving outing by the instructor in water for five hours. She almost died. It was tragic. But... She said if she got through it, she'd become a singer. And boy, does she have a voice. I was going to say, when you're sitting out there for five hours, you're like, well, you know what? This is pretty average, but at least I'll get a ticket onto The Voice now. Well, apparently she sung to kill the time. So That's actually quite the story. Mm. I can just see Reese with the spoon picking that story up and turning that into a series. <sighs> I was going to make wow. a really ill-formed joke, but I'm just going to leave that don't. one. Please don't. But yeah, um, so guys, as we get into the warmer months, if you see a male sea snake, be prepared because they're on the prowl. I don't know how long their mating season goes for, but apparently their taste has changed a little bit. Mm. Yep. My mind's going a lot right now. <laughs> and instead of saying anything I'm thinking, I'm just going to say thank you for sharing that story. No worries. I, I, I just, I'm here for the people, you know, and because we live in the Bay side I just think it's a responsible thing to do, to alert people about the sexually frustrated sea snakes. But they're not sexually frustrated in our bay. They may be. I don't remember the last time I saw a sea snake in our bay, but you never know with migration or word on the street might be, you know what? Those Aussies are really hot. Vacate. And everyone just, yeah, there could be a lot of sea snakes. You don't know. And if you see one now, you know why. I feel like our language has gone downhill as a society. I just feel like we use that word that I mentioned earlier. Duck. No. No. No, no, not duck. Not snake. Not analyze. Scheisen. Oh, okay. I'm using the German way to say it because it's not alluding to what the actual word is directly. But Mm -mm. if you know, you know. If you know, you know. You know? I just feel like... You know, I've seen it on TV lately. I've seen it on other radio stations yeah. or in podcasts. Pe- podcasts are a little bit different. The rules yeah. sort of are bended a little bit. Well, I heard on a um, different radio station this morning, shame on me, um, one of the presenters called someone a mm head. Really? On live radio. A shizen head? No, a... What? And it went to air? Yeah. And they were fine with it. Really? Mm-hmm. But hang on, it's important to get a bit of an understanding of what the first word was after before the head. Um, male bits head. Ah, thank you. Yes. Yeah, I think we're using nautical terms like no tomorrow. No tomorrow. I don't know. Where's the standards these days? They've really dropped. Yeah, like here we prefer to speak proper Oxford Dictionary English. Oh, don't get Oxford on me. Honestly. Are you a Collins man? No, no, because remember a few weeks ago I brought you the story about Pracky? Oh, yeah. Oh, Placky, right. not Pracky. Placky. Pracky. Placky. Yeah. All of a sudden, they've decided to include that in their dictionary. Yeah. Because they think that Placky is an Australian term for plastic. No, no. No. That is a fake story if I've ever heard one. I've heard a lot of stories, though, just on that. Children who are a bit immature that know these phrases, they like to use dictionaries to actually get the definition of them. I was one of those children. I will openly put my hand up in silent reading. Me and my friend would read the dictionary and look up rude words. I am sorry. I never did it. Oh, you missed out. I actually never did it. I, I must be the only one that's missed out. My teacher had to confiscate the dictionaries because my friend knows all we would read. And you know what? It says a lot about you, really, it the really fact that you does. do that. Because your first story today you brought to us was about sexual frustration and snakes. No. No. Get the whole story. They're well, not separate issues here. It wasn't the humans going for the snakes. That would be complicated. Well, the snakes were sexually frustrated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, you know, sexually 
interpret it how you will. Zero four zero four triple zero seven three six. I think I might put a poll up. We have a um, poll up. We're not doing polls. Speaking of polls, when our followers divided about the whole watermelon pizza thing, I've never I been didn't so see the disappointed. Outcome of that. Oh, it ended up being fifty fifty. Oh, see, that's not fun, guys. No. No, no. No, you didn't say fun guy, as in like fun. You said fun guys. Yeah, no. Just FYI. I'm not making a mushroom joke. We're talking about watermelon. If you're just waking up, it's not pizza talk. How I heard you then, it sounded like you said fun guy, and I was a little bit concerned. No, I, I, I must say on English talk, I say fungi. Do you? Mm. Uh-huh. It's a bit like the unagi talk you've been. Unagi. Yeah, I don't yeah. like it. It's a very weird phrase. Ah, salmon fish roll. If you haven't watched that episode of Friends, you're missing out. Mm. There's a lot of terms like that at the moment, though. Unagi, Atagi. Yeah. What is it with the Argies? Miyagi? Oh, I I miss Mr. Miyagi so much. (laughs) Just on that. Anyway. Oh, guys, please do the right thing so we can get out of lockdown. What poll are we going with today? Are we getting to that later? Have I told... I've got a poll up already. I know, I know. But for those who don't know, online, what is it? Our poll that we've got. Oh, on no, I'm going to be getting into that. Wake up, later. wake up, wake up. We are asking um, on our Carl and Catherine socials this morning <laughs> are you Team Crunchy or are you Team Violet Crumble? We'd love to know. We're going to be talking about it second hour, Jack, or first hour? Second hour. Okay, this is I'm t- across the show. Turns and I, cloudy day, because it's going to be one of those today, but it's a good song. What celebrities do you feel like you know because they're so relatable? A lot. A lot. I feel like I know you. Oh, wait, you're not a celebrity. Stop it. Just, you know, I Z- try to be. Zed Craig. <laughs> Not even that. Z. Z. Um, and I'm asking this question because I, like a lot of people over the weekend, watched um, Nine Perfect Strangers, the new show that may be on a streaming service, involved, which was shot in Australia, in Byron. Nicole okay. Kidman, Melissa McCarthy. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that one, yeah. Yep. Chris Evans. And my favourite, Asher Ketty, Australia's own, who... Really, oh, is Asher in it? Is she? Asher's in it. Asher Ketty. And can she I just say? She talks a little bit like, a bit quiet. Asher Ketty. Oh, not in this. Oh, she's a bit not loud, is she? Asher Ketty's loud. <laughs> she's loud personality in this one. I don't know if you've noticed if you listen to Asher Ketty, but I always see her now as Ida Budrose. I'm so year. glad you said this because I only watched that the other week. Well, I watched Ita? it in high school and I loved it and I watched it again. But you know how sometimes somebody plays at a personality or a celebrity mm-hmm. in like a doco yep. and you can't see them the yeah. same way after that? Like I can't see Samuel Johnson as anyone other than Molly. Yeah, that's like, true. I'm sorry, I know he's a great actor yeah. and he does so many good things, but the one role that I look at him for is... Molly. Well, there you go. Well, see, I was watching Asha Ketty with my favourite Melissa McCarthy and Nicole Kidman acting mm. a storm, by the way. She is fantastic in this show and everyone should watch it. You know, they are sponsoring a lot of radio shows, but not ours. But you know what? That's fine. Um, But I just sat there and I felt so proud of Asha being like, look how far she's come. Like, she's smashing it. And then it occurred to me, I don't know her at all. She doesn't know I exist. But I feel like because she's so relatable... She's everyone's friend. And so I thought, I cannot be the only person feeling like this. You've got to have some celebrities up your sleeve, Bianca. Yeah, Eric Banner. No, that uh-huh. doesn't count. Oh, doesn't it? That does not count. It doesn't count that we should have on. birthday. You haven't said that story this year. Go on. No, no I'm not going to tell the story. Just there, there was moments in years gone past where we did have communication every now and then and chat. And he's actually a really nice guy. I didn't realize until later that we actually share the same birthday as well. He just isn't in Thor. No, he's not. No, he was in Hana, and I misinterpreted the fact that he was in that movie. And Bianco said that to his face. I loved your work in Thor. <laughs> Look, it, it's one of the most embarrassing moments in my life. Okay, rightfully so. That on top of splitting my pants number a number of times, but these things happen. Okay, they do. They do. They just happen, and. You know, you yeah. just forever look back and you're like, oh, you like sort of shiver and you're like, oh, what did I ever do that? You know that when you have a memory just come to the back of your mind, you remember yourself doing something and you're like, oh no. Can oh. I ask you a question real quick? Sure. Is this your presentation to try and prove that you're a relatable celebrity? I'm not but- a relatable. I'm, I might have spoken to or been in the presence of relatable celebrities on a number of occasions, but I am not one. No. I've brushed fame 
but I have not received it. <laughs> you brushed pain. <laughs> pain, I just said. That too. You brushed Why? Pain. Why, Catherine? Why do you have to bring up the pain? <laughs> why? See, I think another person, and I think that's part of her appeal and why she's been so successful, Jennifer Aniston and the rest of the cast of Friends as well. Super, super down yeah, to Yeah, but that's her. not an Australian example. All right. I didn't realize we were just going on. Be local. All right. Any others that have touched you? I'd say Delta Goodrum. Oh, Delta. Delta, Delta, Delta. Bianco's in love with Delta. I'm not in love with Delta, but she's grown on me over the years. Mm. You know, I, I've seen different sides of her which have made me appreciate her more. I'm glad to hear. One of those people that, you know, initially irritated me, but I've turned a corner. Good, because... Not irritated me significantly, mind you. There was a lot of other things in the world irritating yeah. me more than Delta, but it was just like on a list of people. And then like the last sort of five or six years, it's just been Delta. Thank you. Oh, no, I love Delta. No, I think the ultimate, though, I can't believe I didn't say this first, Hugh Jackman. Everyone mm. feels like they're mates with Hugh Jackman. Apparently, he's super down to earth in real life. You see him and all the amazing things he's doing. And you're just like, yeah, doing this place proud. I just think he's fake. What? I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not. Are trying, you serious? No. I, oh, my gosh. I didn't realize. I thought this show was a lot of things. If you start a feud with Hugh Jackman, Should I'm not pull kidding. pull up Hugh Jackman? Yes, no. I think I should. No. Yeah, I think so. You'll lose that one more than you're losing the one we're currently doing. I just... How do you not like Hugh Jackman? It's not that I don't like him, but I don't. I'm sorry. You are the only person in this country. Call me old-fashioned, but I... It's not old-fashioned, it's just stupid. I'd rather have Paul Hogan be an ambassador for Australia than have Hugh Jackman. 0404 I want to know. Or a, Chris Hemsworth. You a, get around that. Don't deny it. I love Chris. I love all the Hemsworth. Hey, speaking but... of Hemsworth and who he hangs out with. Who <laughs> hey? Who <laughs> hey? It's his clean. No. Uh, is Zach Efron still in the country? Okay, so can we? Zach, can you, as a Zach Efronite, can you just sort of? From what I'm hearing, we go he, to a song, he went away. Us, he went away to do a film or a TV show or something. Mm. My sources are telling me he's back in the country. If not now, he's about to. That's what I'm hearing. I haven't got confirmation. There's no photos or anything. But from what I'm hearing, he will be back. Zach will be back. Mm. Another down-to-earth celebrity. But yeah, let us know. Which celebrities do you feel like you know because they're so relatable? And more importantly than that... Just um, send some hate to Bianco about his thoughts on Hugh. And the last one I'll add on there as well is Roger Corsa, Dr. Doctor. I can only see him in that character. Anyway, here's Joel Corey. When you've had a movie experience in real life, like something you have watched or even in a TV series, and then all of a sudden something very similar has happened to you. I love this. And I'll tell you what's inspired this. Please do. A mask was found in Egypt, which was of a green nature and very similar to the one found in Egypt. The Mask movie starring Jim Carrey. It was alleged to have been over 2,000 years old. Wow. Nobody knows what happens if you actually put the mask on your face. Where's the yellow suit? Well, I don't know. It might be schmookin'. No, I don't know. <laughs> if you've watched the movie, you'll get that reference. Yeah. No, but anyway, I couldn't help but think to myself, have you ever had a movie or television experience in real life? I like this segment a lot. Have you had it happen to you? Like, I mean, I watch a lot of um, comedy, romantic comedy type things. Um, Zac Efron hasn't arrived at my door yet, unfortunately. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm sure a lot of, like, the physical comedy. Oh, my gosh, no. Best moment of my entire life. I was watching Once Upon a Time. My friend and I from school, we were obsessed with Melissa McCarthy. I still am. She's moved on. And we used to go see all her movies. And she made a cameo in this movie, This Is 40, where she played a very disgruntled woman named Catherine. And I used to have this tea. I can talk about it now because it's been long gone. I used to have issues with the music department at my school, my high school. Um, for many reasons, and it just so happened that my favourite of all favourites, Melissa McCarthy, was playing a lady named Catherine who was screaming at the music department of a high school, and it was literally my life playing out. It's pretty cool. When I was younger, I got a lot of comparisons to the kid from Jerry Maguire. And Harry Potter. Well, that too. Yeah, so I've always thought that maybe, maybe. And my parents say to me as well, gee, we should have taken you to Hollywood. <laughs> so I think I could have been any one of those. <laughs> 
Okay. Okay. I'm, as, just, I'm putting it Bianca, out there. Can I tell you, as somebody who frequent, well, not frequents, but occasionally will pop up on a film or a movie set just in the background, yeah. you don't have the patience to be an actor. I do. I'm actually you- a very patient person. <laughs> I am. In what world? I may not show it here, but are radio we- radio on, is I'm, a short, sharp environment. I'm just touching the walls. Are we in a different universe, Jack? Have we transported? What? I'm not an anxious sort of I'm person. not saying you're anxious. I'm saying well, you're not patient. I am patient. I'm one of the most patient people you'll ever meet. I really am. I don't know. How would you feel about a 14-hour day where you do about two scenes? Fine. Well, it's never too late to start. I'm happy with that. If you want to sign me up, sign me up. All right. I'll take your manager. Thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, we had a message in Read the Last Convo as well, yeah. your topic, from uh, a listener saying, I find Carrie from The Project relatable because she shares some of the hard times in her life with the public. It's not always polished with her. She shows she shows she shows her emotions on her radio program as well and just everyday situations. I agree with fair. that. It's mm. a good way to put it. Anyway. I love Carrie. Yeah she goes okay. I was more of a Georgie person. Oh Georgie's fantastic. That's a casualty if I've ever seen one. It's not a casualty. And She's moved on, on to other things. No but it's just sad. Lisa is my favorite Oh did I tell you? Did I tell you guys? Oh it was like Christmas. Oh, no. Lisa Wilkinson's bringing out a book. Oh. Who I, she's my favorite of favorites of favorites. I'm talking about a lot of favorites today. I saw when I had a very late shift at work the other week that her book's coming out and she was doing signed copies. Forgot about it the day after I got the last one. Ah, oh, happy days. Are you finished? I am now. Zero four zero four triple zero seven three six. When has something happened in your life which was very movie like or TV like? TV show like if you've seen something in a movie or a TV show and then mm. all of a sudden something very similar has happened to you let us know this is breakfast with Carl and Catherine here we go it most certainly is good morning to you Bayside and Greater Bayside Carl and Catherine with you for your Monday morning here on 88.3 Southern FM Bianco good morning to you good morning to you we have a great second hour we have a poll that is going online at the moment we mentioned it in the first hour are you a team crunchy or a team violet crumble it is going off very controversial. The two of us are very split on this conversation. We should just disclose as well, we are not sponsored by either business. No. It's not an endorsement in any way, shape or form. It is just a poll that one Catherine Powell has decided to run on our social media. And Bianco is incredibly salty about it. So we'll be getting into that a little bit later. An iconic Australian band. Are you ready to wiggle? Get ready to wiggle your socks off. Not four times, but now eight. Yes. What news? I mean, there's been a lot of changes. Well, it's been a big few weeks for the Wiggles because this time last week, Anthony Wiggle found out that his Wikipedia said he was dead. Yeah. And then we saw that amazing story that the Wiggles um, helped that beautiful girl in hospital with her breathing machine. Did you see that? That Uh, was fantastic. Really, really lovely. And now this, the Wiggles are just kicking goals. So the main reason is to be more... Diverse I with what they have on offer, mm-hmm. and and that's fantastic as well. Of course, you know the times that we live in to be more inclusive, but I can't believe that they've gone from four members to eight members. But not just that, Bianco. Did you hear the extra layer of information? No. One of the new Wiggles is a former oh, Justice Crew yeah, member. Sorry, no, I did hear that. Yeah, yeah that's a bit of a letdown. Okay, Sarah. <laughs> well, they really took that on board, didn't he? Whatever will be, will be. Oh, look, I'm in the Wiggles. No, he, they did a song at the end. Yeah, the I know, day. I know. But case yeah. Sarah, you know, it's waiting for whatever will be. Have you ever heard the? Original? Yes, I do. It's fantastic. Who is your favourite Wiggle? Or more importantly, what is your favourite Wiggle? Greg song? was. Thank you. Greg was my favourite. Greg was my first love. I've got I his autobiography. Quote. You do? Yeah. Is it a good read? I haven't read it. <laughs> I just like looking at the pictures. I liked looking at Greg too as a kid. Are you, oh, did you? Mm. Are you one of those people though that a lot of the time you get the biographies and you don't really care about the story, you just look I, at the pictures? I will read it, but I forget sometimes how dry the first few chapters of a biography are. And then once we get into the good stuff, I'm down, but it takes a while. Oh, okay. What's the best Wiggle song? I like Toot Toot Chugga Chugga, Big yeah. Red Car. I like um, Quack 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 Cock a Doodle Doo. Quack, quack. No, no, you said it wrong. It's, it's quack, ca- quack, 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 cock a doodle no, doo. I'm pretty sure it is. 
Yeah, that's it. Too many syllables from you. Um, yeah, never forget. I was at the um, Wiggles over eighteen. Oh, one of the I saw first high ones. five. I saw high five when I was younger. Yeah, but not when you were eighteen. No, but like when I, I was did. younger, that, I've never been in a more lethal mosh pit in my life. I never saw the Wiggles other than on TV, but I saw high five. Ah. And I was actually, I was pretty happy with what I saw with High Five, but I was disappointed when they started to change their lineup. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing. It's the nostalgia because what's so exciting about this new era of the Wiggles is there's going to be a whole new generation of kids that are just going to be so used to seeing these amazing, this amazing childhood group that is so diverse and reflective of everyone. Really, it's really cool. Well, High Five. Well, I mean, we should say as well the Wiggles for a long time stayed the same, mm-hmm. and then they did. Some lineup changes. Yeah. Anthony's still in amongst it. Jeff's back too. Well, I mean, the Field family were the creators yeah. of the Wiggles. So it kind of makes sense that Anthony's still around. I always had suspicions. My uncle looks very similar to Anthony's brother, who's Captain Feathersword. And I always was like, is that my Uncle Billy? Like, just a little sus. It wasn't. I was really disappointed. Isn't it funny, though, when you look at someone and you think, I'm really convinced that that is actually that person from that show. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen to me. I think I feel like it's just something that happens in your life. Yeah. You see somebody and you, and you sort of think to yourself, that person looks really familiar to me. I feel like they're that person from play school. Yeah. Or something like that. Well, I was hearing somebody tell a story the other day that um, their kid was so obsessed with the Wiggles and met them once without the skivvy and then they didn't believe them. Oh, that happens too. Mm. That's a bit of a letdown. Not the Wiggles, though. No. I used to get my mum, I don't know if I told this story, you know when they would, like, you'd watch ABC TV, ABC Kids TV, mm, mm. and you would see, like, they'd have the little music video? My um, my mum, during Christmas, they did the Go Santa Go music video at 3.30 every day, and I was convinced they were doing it live every single day, so my mum would have to rush home from wherever she was to record it. So I could watch it back because I didn't realize it was a pre-recorded thing. It was the exact same thing every day. So I just watched it several times. What? Yeah. You watched the same thing every single day? We recorded it too. I had to watch it. Oh. That was like me with Thomas the Tank Engine back in the day. Oh, yeah. I used to have a lot of tank videos. <laughs> See, I, I like Thomas, but I didn't love Thomas, you know? Jeez, VCRs were wasted, weren't they? <laughs> Well, they don't get any use anymore. Hardly any. I've got home movies all on um, VHS. Oh. We've got to do something about that, fam. Just well, if VCR, anyone's well, listening. V- did I get it wrong? Is that, did I VHS, say it wrong? VCRs, play VHS. Yeah, that's right. So I wasn't too far off the mark then. No. <laughs> Doubted myself then. Oh, I got it wrong. There was a time. Do you want to hear just real quick? Jeez, you said my... very inspirational. There was a time. There was a time. My trauma, um, part oh, okay. five. Oh. I had a Barney the Dinosaur Christmas video that I loved. And for the younger generations who aren't across VHS, very, very easy to record over the top of stuff. And my mum, and she still, to this day, I will bring it up and she will cringe, right in the pivotal moment of the Barney Christmas special, um, there oh, is Barney, a. You had Barney too. Yeah, there was a very passionate scene from The Bold and the Beautiful that she recorded oh, over the top. Don't you. Oh, Jan. <laughs> so upsetting. But anyway. Not happy, Jan! That would have been you as a child. It was a different Barney, that's for sure. What is a song that the second you hear it, it is just stuck in your head for a week? Did you do this like two weeks ago? No. I feel like you did. I, well, I definitely didn't Jack, use Jack, please the get term. on the microphone. We did this two weeks ago. Well, funny you mention that. I am actually just looking through our podcast. Very. You have done. Hey, you want to plug the podcast? Five seconds. Hold on. One one second. Oh, okay. okay. (laughs) Just wait. I thought you had every piece of content we've ever done. Do you want some thinking music, mate? Yeah, that would be great. I'm not chucking it in for you. I'm not chucking it in for me. Yeah, earworms. I want to know. I just feel like we did that two weeks ago. No. Yeah, because I brought up Groovers in the Heart. No, that was songs that you hate. Oh, well, it's the same thing. No, earworms. It's the songs that you hate get stuck in your head. Earworms are so different. (sighs) I'm better now. (laughs) Inhale, (laughs) exhale. Um, Yeah, because I want to know, because we were just playing before Lizzo and Cardi B's Rumours, and I have been listening to that nonstop all week. Yeah. And I was at work on Saturday, and I was actually having to remind myself, particularly new workplace as well, I'm trying to keep my cool somewhat, <laughs> trying really hard not to hum it, because I had headphones in listening to other stuff, but I just had it in my head, and I had to really be conscious of what I was doing. Get it out of your head. I can't. But that's what I want to know. Are there songs that just get stuck in your head, and it's just 
it's just on for one and all. What else for you? Um, I tend to also get um, some really stupid things. Like the second someone, an influencer, has been playing a lot of Baby Shark on their Insta stories oh. lately. And I'm not even a part of the Baby Shark era. But the second I hear it, done. What about the one that's getting a lot of plays at the moment on the tickety-tock? Into the thick of it. What's the one where they go, um, they explain like, yes, I am. It's like, dun, dun, it's sort of, it's like the one that goes run, but it's not, it's different. But it's like when they're admitting to something, it's like. Yeah. No, TikTok's not good for earworms. They get stuck in your head so bad. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. But it's those sort of things. Um, Into the Thick of It's also one from TikTok, which gets stuck into my head a lot. And I sing it a lot. And then there's the rude version, which I also sing a lot, which isn't appropriate. That was like Forget You by Celia oh, Green back in the day. Yes. Forget You, but the explicit mm. one that we can't bring to your yeah. ears this morning. The worst one in the history of worst one earworms is Have You Heard This Song That Never Ends? Which one? It's literally called The Song That Doesn't End. And there are oh. people, monsters on the internet, that will have 10-hour mixes of it. If that gets stuck in your head, you're done for two weeks. You know one which I think is doing the rounds at the moment? What? This one that we both kind of like. I'm begging, begging you, so put your love in hand now, baby. I'm begging, begging you. Question. Yes. Did you just try to match their huskiness? Yep. Is that what that was? A little bit. Because it sounds like you might need to get get a COVID test first. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of huskiness, you've gone a bit husky in the last few years. Have I? Yeah. I've noticed you've gone from... Sort of. Yeah, it, it's um, I don't know. I know what it is. It's all the COVID tests you've had to done. Literally, had had, done. Had, actually, can we just on the record just say, has anyone appreciated how clear my sinuses are today on oh, air? So clear. had to get a COVID test for work yesterday. That's why I'm here. So, so noticeable. It as well. seriously opens everything up like learn tomorrow. Wow, incredible you, stuff. You, you still haven't had one, have you? What a COVID test. No. Oh. I haven't been to any exposure sites and I'm being very careful. Yes. I'm not leaving my house very much. Yeah. Only really going to work in Southern FM and that's about it. Yes, yeah, same. If you, I was actually thinking the other day, I was comparing notes to someone. In your check-in list, where are you going? <laughs> As I said, work. And it's just, it's just ping pong. Home, work, Southern, home. That's it. That's it. That's all you can Grocery really do. Grocery shop. I don't even really do that. Oh, I my, do. I get lunch when I'm at work sometimes. Yeah. When I can. That's when I don't take it from home. Yeah. It's not much open, is there? No. No. It's just just sad, really. Anyway, songs that get stuck in your head, if you have any, let us know. We're going... I want to know your stories of rejection. I mean, we've all been rejected, and it can feel all kinds of things, really. Mm -hmm. Well, you can feel all kinds of things when you get rejected. Anyway, the stories come out of the UK where they are able to use gyms. And a young lady who hadn't quite reached 20, was 19, was approached by a man who is believed to be about 40, so double her age. Anyway, he approached her and she was, you know, pretty disinterested, just wanted to mind her own business yeah. at the gym, as a lot of people are. He asked, can I have your number? You know, can I ask you out? Can I yeah. take you to dinner? She said, no, thanks. I'm okay. Politely declined. Yeah. And then his response was, that's okay. I'm too rich for you anyway. Oh. I mean, that, like. I feel like we should just be in a society where somebody, like, and I will be, like, to be fair, it's a bold move to ask for someone's number. It takes courage. Oh, it does. But you also need to understand that if someone isn't interested, that's it. Exactly. You just walk away. Sure, it might sting a little bit, but there's no need for stuff like that. Can I tell you the amount of times when, back in the day when we could go out, me and my friends, same situation, and it's just like horrendous. I had a guy friend once ask for a girl's number. She said no, and then he said, okay, that's fine. And then she's then gone and taken a photo of him and put him up on a social media site saying what a loser he was for asking for her number. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? It's just... I feel like we just need to be in a situation where if you're not interested, say that. If you get rejected, take it on board. Say, okay, leave the person alone. And then also, if someone does ask you, you don't have to be mean about it either. But yeah, it's not okay to out somebody if you reject them. 
but, but can I just say, if he said, I'm probably too rich for you, he's not rich. No. You know what I mean? This has been a sort of, well, not sort of, has been an appropriate outing of a rejection, mm. I believe. But the whole rejection itself. I mean, I got rejected by a fish and chip shop. Like, no, okay. You didn't did. get rejected. I did. You got a job there and then said you couldn't work Good Friday. They rejected me as a result of me not being able to work. It's like, no, see you later. Oh, see, I get rejected all the time. You got your dim sims, you can go. Nah. Well, and another thing as well, I think is that, you know, on top of rejection, sometimes the thing that comes with rejection is persistence and it can be good or bad. No, there's no such... You, Okay. If it's in romantic relationships, you don't persist. If someone says no, that is it. But if it's in career, if you get rejected from a career thing, if at first you don't succeed, try and try again. Yes, that is very true. But if someone's not interested in you romantically, you don't persist. But you know what as well? At the same time, I want to just put it out there. If you get rejected, I think you should just accept it and walk. Don't persist. No. Let's take it from, from my advice. Yes. As somebody that persisted for a little while. It's just not worth it. No. It really isn't worth it. Anyway, stories of rejection, 0404-000-736. Maybe you have one you want to get off your chest. Ooh. Maybe you found yourself in a gym and that happened. Yeah. Why is it gyms? Why does it happen so much at gyms? Because. Have you had it at a gym before? I love the fact that you think I go to a gym. I don't know. I just I thought I'd throw it out there and be kind. The closest I've gotten to going to a gym in recent years, is dropping someone off at the gym. Oh. So I got into the car park. That was it. <laughs> and that was enough for me. That's enough for you. That's oh. enough. That'll do, Donkey. I've done my exercise. I took somebody to yep. exercise. Exactly. And picked them up too. So oh. I basically did a 40-minute wow. circuit. That's, oh, that, that is a lot yeah. of work. For, I, for my car, yeah. I can't help but congratulate you. Thank you. On the, Thank you. On the amount of exercise you did, an intense amount. Thank you. I was exhausted. <laughs> Things are about to get controversial, Bianco. How so? Because as you continue to bring up in the shows in the last few weeks, you yeah. are very big on polls. No, I on would Instagram never. polls? No, no, no. Very much so. And we've had a fierce battle of late. Always. I've won every single one of them so far. And it would appear that a new one, which we actually put up last night, we haven't even told you guys. But why actual... did you even go? With... I, I don't know your motive behind this. Well, I was reading an article during the week, and it was saying that if you are a true blue Aussie, the truest of blue Aussies, you need to back the Violet Crumble. (laughs) And just by inertia, you need to prefer, if you were to go to a supermarket and you want a honeycomb hit, you would favour the Violet Crumble over the Crunchy. There's major differences between the two of them. Oh, I can tell you that for free. Right. One of them is a lot softer. Oh, kind of. I would say that the Violet Crumble, it's, I don't know, it's, the honeycomb's very different. I feel like this, it's sweeter in the crunchy. Do you know what came first out of the Violet Crumble and the crunchy? I would assume it would be the Violet Crumble. Correct, you are. 1913, made in South Melbourne. Oh, he's got facts, guys. And the crunchy was made first in 1929 in the UK. Well, there you go. Well, see, my problem with this is, okay, I am Aussie, born and bred. I have never been a fan of the Violet Crumble. Like, I'm not a real honeycomb person. Like, if I was to go and get a chocolate bar, neither of them would be my go-tos. Okay. But if I had to, crunchy 100%, which makes me un-Australian. And so I thought, I cannot be the only Aussie who feels like this, that they're just not feeling the Violet Crumble. And I had a feeling you were very passionate about it. So I took it to a little poll on the gram. Mm, and you've chucked it up. And how's it looking at the moment? Um, it's looking very good. Very healthy. Healthy for you? Or? Um, we're currently sitting at 23% of the vote is swinging to the violet cr- the violet crumble. Mm-hmm. 77 to the crunchy. So, And bearing in mind, I can see who's voted. All Aussies. And just on the record as well, we say this because... For the sake of advertising and sponsorship purposes, we aren't sponsored by either. No, and I don't think after some of the things I've said about the Violet Crumble, we ever will. Probably not, no. But I just thought it was very interesting. <laughs> oh, no, it, it's certainly interesting. I don't know where you've pulled it from. I really don't. It was a very left-to-field one. See, because when I come up with a poll idea and I chuck it on, on online, I generally don't like to get down to the nitty-gritty specifics of branding. Yeah. I like to go, like, you know... Best place in the world, Brighton or Elwood? 
I'm just That's saying. That's still specific. Yeah, but, yeah, but specific location Oh, wise. okay. No, no, no. Or anything like that, you know? No, Or we... I'd be like hard chocolate or soft chocolate. I wouldn't say Violet Crumble or Crunchy. Oh, no. See, it's got to be done. But that's just me. And personally. it's probably been one of our most controversial polls of day. Oh, it's controversial. So it'll finish, I think it's going to finish at about five o'clock tonight from memory. Okay. So we will bring you the results because I've learned how to do that now. Um, but so far, so good, guys. Crunchy in the lead. Well, that's it. That's our poll for the Monday. There'll be a different poll on Friday. I can't tell you what that'll be just yet. Oh, we can't guarantee another poll. Oh, there's always going to be a poll. We are your polling people. For someone who continues to lose, you, you're a big fan of Oh, them. well, that's not fair to su- suggest that I always lose. I'd argue that I actually go okay. You haven't won one yet. I've, I get close. Mm. Bit of a landslide. Well, okay, just because a lot of people like siding with you doesn't mean you have to brag about it. <laughs> anyway. There is a poll on our socials if you'd like to take part in it. I think it's basically finished anyway, given the result. But Yeah, Team Crunchy or Team Violet Crumble, let us know. Or text in as well. That will count. 0404-000-736. I've been, well, seeing some interesting facts come up on the socials related to doctors. And speaking of doctors, as I said, Colin has one coming up after 9am, Dr. Jennifer Juno. Maybe she could answer a couple of my questions. That poor doctor. <laughs> I'm not saying that this should be, you know, thrown onto the doctor joining Colin after nine o'clock, but there's a couple of things that I've discovered this morning. What? Well, not personally discovered, I might I add. Say. I didn't go into the bathroom and say, oh, okay, I've discovered this, doc, can you help me with it? No, none of that. No, no, the first one that has been brought to my attention is apparently each time you eat a hot dog, it reduces your life expectancy by 36 seconds. Is that right? I don't know. I don't think the doc could answer that question. <laughs> Do we know why? Is it just purely what it's made of? I think so. Yikes. You don't know what hot dogs are made of. I mean, if you're really doing nitty gritties, you can find out. Oh, yeah, but I don't think you want to look at that. You it's know? not the healthiest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that was brought to my attention, apparently, I don't know if you've ever done this, but... Doing, um, uh, well, relieving yourself in the shower is not advisable. Why is that? Because you mentally get the tendency that when you hear water that you need to... Oh. Yeah. So that's my worst fear in life that that's going to become me at some point, as in like you hear water and you just have to go. Well, it's a known fact. It's been proven Mm. very recently that that actually happens. The two sort of can be aligned with each other. So doctors are coming out and saying, don't do it. Well, you hear all the time people who um, have sleep apnea or insomnia and they use those um, like sound things and you hear like the waves. Apparently it triggers a lot of people's partners and they have to go to the bathroom like five times a night. Yeah, why would you do that? Well, if you can't sleep and it works for you, no, they're not your problem. Nah, it's, I don't, it's not a great way to do it, I don't think. I'm into the um, 478 breathing technique. How does that go? Inhale for four, hold for seven, blow out for eight. Well, that's not very good if you hold, though. Or someone told me who has a very early start in the mornings that um he just held his breath for 20 and knocked himself out that way, which isn't the most healthy thing to do, but it worked for him. So um, oh. all power to him. That sounds hurtful. <laughs> yeah, not good. I don't think holding your breath is advisable at all. No. Not a great that, technique. No, no, no. I wouldn't do it. But breathing techniques do help, go to, help you go to sleep. Mm. I think it's just getting comfy. Finding your right position it might take a little while. And I think it depends on your bed and your mattress as well. I think it also depends on like what's happening in your life as well. Like I tend to get, like I'll be asleep and then I'll wake up and then I'm like, there's so much fun stuff. Do you to have any background noise? Like, do you have a bit of music or anything? I used to rely very heavily as a kid. I used to have to listen to, and it nearly burnt my house down several times if we're going back oh. to um, tapes. I used to listen to um, Harry Potter on tape as a kid, what? and they used to get stuck. And then you'd hear like smell da, like da, 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 yeah. da, da. It was the Stephen Fry remix. Would that um, wake you up? No. And then that was the problem. And then I'd wake up in the morning and the cassette had gone like all the insides of it had gone everywhere. But now I'll listen to like a podcast maybe, but I can get to sleep without one. But I do like to listen. Always listening. I like having the radio on in the background. Okay. Drives my parents insane. How loud do you have it though? I don't have it that loud. Then why does it drive them insane? I don't know. Mum just doesn't like it. 
Oh. I just like having the radio on in the background. It's just me. Yeah. Nothing says that I'm a radio nerd more than me listening to radio as I fall asleep. It's something about it. Yeah. See, I have to be very selective. I've got, and this is no offense to the people who make them, I've got certain podcasts that I know if I listen to them, I'll fall asleep listening. But I can't get anything too engaging because then my mind wants to, like, contribute. You know? Mm. Is it our podcast? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's I not. know I bore you, okay? I do my best to entertain. No, see, I can't but... listen to our stuff back sometimes. Sometimes I just find myself, you know, on public transport or if I'm at home doing scrolling on online sometimes on my computer, just stumble across and I'm like, oh, that looks so, like something interesting to listen to. <laughs> Rate my own performance. Oh, I could have been better there. See, I do the same thing. All the thoughts that I have while I'm listening to it is the stuff I'm actually going to say like in like two seconds' time. It's quite trippy. 98% of the time I say I can do better. Me too. Wow. And yet we just never seem to We just think. plateau. Uh, anyway, let us know. 0404-000-736. It could be like just a tendency that you have. Maybe it needs to be proven it's not good for you. Because there are a lot out there. Yeah. You know. Although I should say as well, there's apparently an exception to the rule when it comes to what I was talking about initially when you, you know. Yeah. It's okay to go make yourself go to the bathroom before you go to bed and stuff like that. They encourage that. Okay. That's That's one of the yeah. exceptions. Yeah. I mean, don't force yourself, so to speak, but if you feel no. like you have to go. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't... sit with it. Sure. This <laughs> 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 Carl and Catherine here. End of another show of Monday Breakfast here on 88.3 Southern FM. It always just goes so quickly. That it does. I love my Mondays, though. Me too. I wouldn't have it any other way. No. Just couldn't. Mm-mm. Even if I wanted to. Nope. Couldn't have it any other way. Because you're locked into a contract. Am I? Yeah. What is it, a contract to you? Yeah, I'm um, to Jack, actually. I don't remember signing anything. We didn't sign. We sold our souls. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Very very unfortunate. Anyway, on a bit of a lighter note, have a great week, everybody. I know it's tough out there, but please, please, please do the right thing. Stay safe. Take care of yourself and everyone around you. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We are going to be fine. It's going to improve near the end of the week, weather-wise, I think. Yeah, exactly. Which is good. There's always something to look forward to. Just get through the next four days because it's a little bit shabby, but that's okay. It's okay. The end of winter is near. Yes. And I'm happy with that. That is a satisfactory outcome. And it's the end of Leo season, so happy days. Oh, no. That's a bit harsh. No, it's not. It's valid. No, there's two Leos in here. Yeah, exactly. My point exactly. He's only just a Leo, though, so, you know. I'm a true Leo. Oh, we can tell. (laughs) But there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Depends who you ask. You put up with me for five years, so. Yeah. Oh, well. Colin's up after nine o'clock. Have a wonderful week. Take care. Stay safe. Do the right thing. Only leave your house for five essential reasons. You know what they are by now. If you don't, well, look at the VicGov website. Correct. See you later. Bye. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.